0: To linger here like this Hold your hand and steal a your
1: On the Front Porch
2: with you
0: Hello and welcome
3: to On the Front Porch with us, your regular Disney podcast. I'm Tony Pascal.
1: I'm Josh Whitehead again, and I'm back. I told you I'd be back. We're here doing the second part of Porch Week, slash uh, Night of a Thousand Porches, slash Porchapalooza, slash Live from Portugal. That one was Sam's in the last episode. I hope That's you guys good. liked That's that funny. one.
3: Uh, funny. so we he's are joined yeah, he's he's he had a couple of really good I ones. I like Sam. Sam's such a great guy. I know he made fun of me a lot in the last episode, or so he's told me, but you know, <laughs> I just I love that guy. He's a big cuddly like brown bear. Yeah. So this is
1: part two of that. Like I said before in the last episode, we we're, we're not gonna do like five like we thought, but this is gonna be a really good one, I think. We're doing our drinking episode. Woo!
2: Yay!
0: (laughs) (laughs) We weren't supposed to start drinking yet.
1: Yeah. So this is, uh, we're doing the drinking episode with Xenon, the girl of the 21st century. It was voted on. We took your advice and we are doing Xenon. I think it's going to be really, really fun. I have seen this movie like twice in my life and it was both a long, long time ago. Xenon Lapidus. Yeah. Well, I'm not drinking anything yet. We, we'll get there. I
2: think you've really aged your fan
1: base. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> you, know, now. you guys may recognize a few of those laughters slash voices. We're joined again by our good friend, Yowza. Hey, that's me. Yeah, you made it here again. I was allowed to be on. Yeah, you're on here, the porch. On the porch. Uh, uh, they, you do have me strapped to the chair.
3: <laughs> just so we can easily take you back out off the porch after, afterwards. This, after this you're going back outside but at least
2: i w- was fed
1: yeah
3: <laughs> yeah
1: how'd you like those mushrooms in your hot cocoa
2: oh boy uh it was uh, nourishment my body uh, changed that into energy that i
1: could use
2: to
1: breathe. Good. Uh, good uh we are joined of course by our technical consultant who won't be that this episode probably Beardy. I,
0: I probably won't be by the end of the movie. No, <laughs> yeah.
3: There um, is technology. <laughs> Beardy, let's just clear this up. Is there sound in space?
0: No. Okay, great.
1: Yeah. So uh,
3: <laughs> there. that's going to that, be... That's um, the
1: extent of my technical expertise for this episode. I don't know, I'm man. Gonna... I think we're going to have to talk about like uh, Star Trek doors and um, okay things like that. I'll do what I can. Okay, great. We'll, we'll, we'll rely on you as best we can. No Cylons in this episode, though, probably.
0: I think that might be a little too mature for Xenon audiences.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lastly, we're joined by our good friend, who you will rec- uh, recognize from the Wally episode, Jack Kittrell. I Jack, am, Jack. Yeah. I Damn am it, thankful Jack.
4: to be back once again. To <laughs> <laughs> grace
1: you with my wonderful presence. Oh, and I, gosh. I, starting again. I might add. Brought back on a probationary <laughs> <laughs> basis. Yeah, the, is this like a parole officer thing? Yeah, where I have one of those a, anklets on my leg. A very probationary trackers. basis. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be really good. We've got three great people. and, uh, I think and Two gonna, mediocre people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's up to you to figure you out.
2: You just <laughs> <lost>. <laughs> <laughs> You can vote in the doobly doo below.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Please do. We kind of want to know what you think. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, by all means, let us know. We'll get to how you can do that at the end of the episode. For right now, though, this is a drinking episode. You'll remember uh, in season one we did Pete's dragon with Yauza. This time, <laughs> <laughs> the reason for his banishment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) they encouraged me to drink. Yeah, that's true. That's really what it's about. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of the whole deal. So this one, much like that one, has drinking game rules. And we would encourage you at home to play with us. If you're um, of age. If you're of age.
0: Mm, and and, catch. Yeah, Yeah, in a
1: safe place. And if you're in a safe place, not in an alleyway, but I don't think you're going to be watching Xenon in an alleyway if you're I mean, drinking some people make uh, those life choices drinkers. Josh yeah, okay fair enough so if you're of age and you are not in an alleyway then you, <laughs> by all means drink with us don't take a shot every time one of these happens though cuz you will die as i said in peach dragon so the rules are as follows everybody listening everybody pay attention i we have can, a pen handy okay so every time someone says stellar you take a drink every time someone says Zetus Lapidus, you take a drink. Zetus Lapidus! Zetus Lapidus. Anytime microbes slash protozoa are referenced, you take a drink. External shots of the space station, you take a drink. Anytime the word major or minor is used at the end of a phrase, you take a drink. And then anytime inky or inked is said, you take a drink.
0: Please, I'm going to reiterate this. Please don't try and drink for all of these. You will die. Don't
1: take a shot for all or don't, of these. Th- yeah, shot. For the love of God.
2: Except uh, for an external shot of the spaceship, you
1: do have to do a body shot on that. <laughs> <laughs> an external? Yeah. yeah. It's well good. done. Yeah, don't, actually, though. Because there's a lot of them. I, I think. I Again, I haven't seen this movie in a really long time. But I the never fact have. <laughs> I've never seen it.
3: Wow, this is going to be great. Oh, uh, he had never heard channel. of don't it. until yeah, Jack's never seen it either. I've heard of it. Oh, this is going to be a good yeah. yeah, yeah. situation. Oh, yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, real quick, what's everybody drinking? Jack. I'm going a little
4: generic. Jack Daniels. Right. Jack, and it's funny. Uh, the Tennessee honey version. Okay. Just straight, or are you going to mix it with something? Yeah, straight, man. Okay. Yaza. you got to get that good unfiltered Jack. Uh,
1: no, no, I don't think
4: so. No, no. I will be
1: editing later. All of the Jack.
3: <laughs> this is the last you will have heard of Jack. <laughs> Yowza.
2: Alright, tonight I am drinking a lovely honey liqueur called Krupnikos. Krip- uh, it is made by the Brothers of the Galleys Spirits Company in Durham, North Carolina. Uh, with uh, some cranberry infusion. Enjoying yeah. it over ice. I might splash some ginger ale in there a little bit later. It's
1: very delicious. You should try it. Yeah. It's a good company, too. Beardy and I went there one time. Yeah, they have some really good products. Yeah, they got some pretty good stuff. I get a liqueur from there regularly. A beet liqueur. Yeah, which is really weird, but it works. It's oh, called Beetnik. If you couldn't
2: tell from the beet comment, uh, it's Eastern European
1: in yeah. origin. So, uh, Beardy, what
2: are you drinking?
0: Uh, I am drinking Crown Royal Vanilla. Uh, I am very excited about it. Vanilla is one of my favorite flavors. So just going to drink it straight because I enjoy the flavor.
3: Okay. Uh, Hey, Tony, what are you drinking? Well, as you know, I was (laughs) not in the last episode because I was sleeping off a major headache. I still have it. So I will be drinking apple juice and (laughs) ginger ale and water. But I will drink every time there is an external shot. I'm actually going to add one to mine. Every time there's sound in space, I'm also going to (laughs) drink. So I'll be drinking a little extra for the team. Apple juice. Yes. Yes. That's good. You do it for the team. (laughs)
1: Uh, And I will be drinking Yingling. So with that, why don't we get this train a-rolling? So...
3: Yeah. 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 <Okay>. Chuh-chuh. <laughs> Chuh-chuh. So yeah,
1: why don't you guys pause the movie and when we come back we will have Pause ha- the podcast? Oh uh, well, yeah, we'll pause yeah, don't pause the movie because you haven't started it yet. But pause the podcast, <laughs> go drink with those rules. I promise he hasn't started drinking I haven't started yet. drinking yet. Pause the podcast with those rules. And when we come back, we will probably be drunk.
4: Hey, this is Adam Nutter.
2: And this is Greg Trout. Come check out our podcast, Nerds with Words. Adam and I talk about pop culture, comedy, comic books, movies, conspiracies. We're both comedians, and we might make you laugh. Every week, we welcome a guest from the entire spectrum of pop culture and science and comedy. You can follow us on Twitter at Nerds with Words One. <laughs> We need to present this totally uncut. Oh, God.
3: Okay.
4: For posterity. So welcome back to the podcast.
2: <laughs>
3: Turn your headphones down if you have those. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be loud. Holy shit. So, yeah. Jack got super oh drunk God. and is now, like, taking over the podcast. <laughs> he has usurped us all. My <laughs> am
4: Welcome to On the Front porch, with Jack (laughs) My name is Jack, I am the gracious
1: (laughs) host
4: Oh god Oh my god (laughs)
3: Okay. 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 <laughs> We're back. <laughs> yeah, sort um, of. Holy shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the penis, everybody. Penis, penis, penis. And on that
4: note, <laughs> this is a hang. This is gonna be a hangover major tomorrow. Oh
3: yeah. <laughs> major? I Oh major. fucking hell.
1: <laughs> Fuck you, Jack. Okay. <laughs> I'm so shit. So, so uh, Jack is pretty drunk. Uh, most of us are, are feeling it. The truth is, Water. you guys, Ooh. that... This was a really horrible movie it to do really this. <laughs> it really was. Our drinking game was a lot worse than we thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. Viral. Was it? We and, should, have
0: and, never, it should have never. It should never have gotten to the point that any of us finished an entire
1: bottle of liquor. Yeah, okay.
0: But um, at least two of us
1: did. Yeah, both, yeah right, we did. And <laughs> uh, we missed. <laughs> both Jack and Beardy <laughs> finished an entire bottle of liquor. Each. Each. The side of the and back we back. Uh, we finished the movie. Well, welcome back. <laughs> Assumedly, you've unpaused by now. If not, uh, you're in for a roll of if, if not, then how are you at this point, is the question.
4: How are any of us at this point, is the question. We are
0: not doing philosophical questions at this point, Jack. <laughs> uh,
1: before we go any further, while we were recording... I made a mission upon myself to make Jack eat these horrible... Chocolate-covered blueberries. Oh, <laughs> um, How
4: far did I make
1: it? I remember eating three. Blueberry <laughs> cordials. Cor- cordials, part. like cherries, you but they're one blueberries. One. They're pretty awful. I'm going to make Jack eat this last one right now. Jack, eat it. Last Do we one. Eat, Do eat, eat it? it. Last eat one. it. Last last one. Eat it. Uh, you can last. eat it whatever you like.
4: Let's take five minutes. Take five minutes. we'll reevaluate.
1: I'm going <laughs> to make you eat that before this is over, though. Uh, deal. Okay. Okay, so, Tony, why don't you take control of this? Let me just, uh, (laughs) I'll
3: pull the reins in, guys. I also finished a whole bottle, but it was orange juice, apple juice. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, all right, so we are in the year 2049, and it's, like, pretty cool. The spaceship looks futuristic. Everybody's wearing cool stuff. They, like, look like uh, Star Trek, sort of. Well, the costumes, it, the costumes have, like, shininess to the, them.
0: The commander looks like he's from Star yeah. Trek. Absolutely. And but everybody like,
1: else.
2: Or maybe yeah. an opera. Uh,
3: yeah. Yeah, The ki- well, like, the kids look like what I would imagine kids would look like on the Enterprise. Eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They, they're wearing, like, futuristic-looking stuff. Silver. If you're cool. wearing silver anything, then you're from the future. I
0: don't think Wesley wore Or pink wore in Xenon's anything.
1: case. No, yeah.
0: we don't talk about Wesley on this show. Okay? Wesley does not exist. Shout out to Will Wheaton. Oh my Hi, Will Wheaton. <laughs> he was poorly written. Will Wheaton, <laughs> Shut
3: up, <shut out>,
1: Jack. <laughs> don't retweet shut it. up, Will. Retweet us, Will. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We scratch your back, you scratch our back, Will.
3: <laughs> Taking back the table. Uh. <laughs> So the spaceship <laughs> looks really bad. <laughs> um, the spaceship looks really bad. It's like a CGI from like the early '90s, and it's like bad CGI. It looks odd. like Cameron, it looks like it's like made in paint. Cameron, didn't you say that it was like Babylon
2: Five? Yeah, the ship does have a sort of Babylon Five esque appearance. Yeah,
1: I can see that. I yeah, I agree. I mean, more so
2: than something like. Uh, it's mean, definitely not the space, I, space nine. Or yeah, the, yeah, something like Star yeah. Trek.
1: Yeah, newer Star Treks, so N-
2: nicer Star Trek. But in that sense, more realistic because you can tell that it's spinning around in a circle, creating artificial gravity.
4: Yeah. Except so, for that rat cage. We
0: don't, we'll talk about that. We'll later. We'll talk about that later. We'll get
3: to the rats. We so we are running to school, and there's, like, traffic jams all over the spaceship. There's, like, electrical malfunction. There's people, like, piled in in the the corridors. But when she gets to class... Uh, she barely makes it on time. We learned that Chelsea Clinton is the president of the United States right now.
0: Or was? Or it was, was. It was. It was a history. I unsure. Yeah, yeah. But wait, let's back up for a second and just make note of the fact that the teacher was a hologram. Why? And that
4: Xenon totally stole a fucking card to get to class.
1: Okay. Well, I think that the fact that the teacher is a hologram is weird, especially thinking like... Is he not on the ship? Is he maybe you on know, Earth? I, I think it would be on
2: Earth. He would have yeah. to be on Earth. Yeah. There's yeah. no room for actual teachers. <laughs> <laughs>
4: just but the twelve year olds. The people that keep the space station up in space and the kids of those first two groups. I think That's maybe it. only many scientists, for scientists and
0: their kids. And I think mm-hmm. the big thing is like the holograms of the hologram of the teacher just proves that it is possible to have some sort of 3D video conferencing in the near future.
2: Yeah. Actually, come to think of it, the hologram responds specifically to Xenon's misbehavior. Yeah. Yes.
1: We're looking at Star Wars holograms. Wait,
2: wait. Sort of like, but actually I think it goes beyond that. I think the teacher doesn't exist. I think the teacher is an artificial intelligence. Why? For every classroom. Why do you think that? Okay. So, like, imagine you're a teacher teaching as a hologram. You have to respond to presumably hundreds, at least, kids, because, you know, you're sending your message far and wide. And then you see one Xenon who happens to, who you notice well, is not maybe, looking maybe at the f-
3: screen correctly. Maybe he's just there for the 13
2: kids. Like. Yeah, however many kids. But what if it's I a guess that's centralized possible that... What a waste of resources. Yeah, man. what
4: if it's a centralized AI? What if there is only one history
2: teacher for the entire English language? Actually, I think yeah. that's. I think that's probably what it is.
1: I don't think that's. Probably I it. think I it's an think artificial so. intelligence no, as no, no, a no. teacher. No, because he seemed like he was like fading in and, and there out. There are real too. teachers
3: on Earth. It's like. Yeah. Oh, are there? Yeah. yeah. I definitely. No, she was a real teacher. There's a real teachers. She we definitely I definitely left. The lady she was a babysitter. Uh,
2: the hologram That was nothing. Yeah, moving I didn't on. Really, no uh, problem. Actually, first too soon joke of this movie. President Clinton. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. For sure. Man. President Clinton, who is not... They got me with that one. I was like, wow, they predicted Hillary yeah, Clinton would win. That
1: was really close. And then it was Chelsea. And it was Chelsea. Who still, still has time. time. Still has time. Still has time. Yeah, we still got time for that. And to
4: be fair, we have had at least two presidents who have been father-son parents. We will she be old enough? Fun is she 35
1: fans?
3: yet? Not yet. I don't, I don't think, think so. All right. These are teenagers, and they are really excited about a boy band. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, microbe. Uh, the nineties of the future. Hell, microbe. micro and micro. Yeah, microbe, yeah microbe. I'll drink that. By the way, we should say we're going to continue to drink uh, whenever one of us continues to do this thing. It feels like it,
0: uh, or you feels like it. You probably should not at this point. No, uh, if you're anything ah, like us, you should
3: not. Drink you're good. Right if now, you're at the gym, if you're anything like not. Jack. <laughs> oh gosh! All right. The teenagers are stoked. Well, the girls are stoked. They're very excited. The boys are like, "What? This is like has like a melody, and you can even like understand the words." We ha- don't like that music.
2: What's like typical
3: that. music like for this? It doesn't have any melody, so you can't yeah. like hear sound. No, yeah. that's great. it's just a song. I want to hear some of the um, other music. It yeah. is. A There's song. not a lot
2: of music in this movie. There's just the one song. It's yeah, zoom, zoom,
1: zoom. Make the hot go. Actually, boom, in that boom, sense,
2: boom. in that sense, the movie is looking forward in time. Because a lot of our like animated and kids movies will like be a regular movie until the very end, where there's a musical finale.
1: Sure, and then everything's gonna change. Yeah, even
0: even still, I think that it is still looking towards the future because at that point in time, in, in 1999, there was no real like EDM music and, or, dubstep, or yeah. dubstep. Yeah, and so the fact that they referenced the fact that. You couldn't understand the words, or that it, it was very lyrical. Yeah. It just doesn't make very much sense for the type of music that people listen to clubs these days.
1: I mean, that's true. <laughs> I it, Even right now, that you I don't understand the words in dubstep songs half the time. I don't understand
2: the words in pop songs most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> boom,
1: boom,
4: boom. boom. Supernova, no, 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 god. No. In fairness, that song is a rock song.
3: No, pop. Yeah. No, it's does, not. does rock, not rock and roll. He does sell he rock is, and roll. It, it, it is very specifically a rock. And
4: yes. Could we, like, compromise on this? Rock pop? Yes. Is rock pop. Yes, it is. Okay. Sure. Rock
3: pop. I sure, Jack. I'm on board. I want to <laughs> you, Jack.
2: Jack, have you ever considered getting a job in rock and roll? <laughs> <laughs> you
3: like that
4: one guard? Yes. Yeah. I have thought about it.
3: So we are are lear- we are to understand that Wyndham has to understand why science is important. so he's they have to like convince all this like the the guy who's funding the space station why science is important um, because they're all scientists and that's their job. And so they have to like be nice to him and be very, very, I don't know how to say it other than Kiss like ass. yeah kind
2: of <laughs> <laughs> Brown nose.
3: Yes, <laughs> just keep in mind. This is not
0: an, a Disney podcast for kids. Yeah, a Disney podcast for adults. We we yeah. mentioned
4: this in the free bit. Don't we, drink if you are underage. Look, if you're that listening, should imply that this is not a podcast for under twenty one year olds. If you're listening
2: to a Disney podcast, you'd better be an adult.
4: Disney <laughs> this, this ain't for
2: kids.
4: Look at this, Star Wars,
3: Marvel that they've beaten up. Okay, okay. so there's a floating mouse. <laughs> <laughs> we go to the floating mouse. Anybody have anything to say about the floating mouse? It floats. It is and floating she stuck, really she well. She sticks her hand in, and it still floats somehow. Only well, possible on a space station. Apparently. Only possible on space stations. As someone who works with mice and
4: rats... My job would be so much better if it were my riding in zero gravity. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, Jack, that's true. Sure would. Uh, yes.
3: Yep. What's yeah. next? What comes next? I don't uh, remember. You'll blow an O ring. <laughs> oh, god. Oh, oh god. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a horrible, oh,
4: horrible oh. joke. So the um the movie was made in 1999.
0: Ninety nine. Thirteen if, years after the fact of the Challenger
3: exploding, uh, which
4: for those of you at home, the Challenger spatial disaster was called caused by a faulty O ring that let um, explosive gases hit the very hot friction of the outside of the shuttle. That's why it exploded. That's why NASA has like quadruple redundancy systems now. But right.
1: I mean yes. It, been it was it was definitely an insensitive joke. I uh, especially so like thirteen years after the fact. I guess you could say that's long enough Ish, but still, that's a pretty bad taste joke. The people general. who wrote
2: that, who wrote that joke, watched the Challenger explode on their television
1: screen. Absolutely, yes, absolutely yes. Absolutely yes. I, I think that, and <laughs> that is as bad taste. Even as if can. it
2: wasn't live, they definitely watched it in the news Absolutely. And the joke, uh, in case you didn't catch it while you were watching the movie, is very flippant
1: Yeah, she doesn't even.
3: Josh, Mom, don't blow an O ring.
2: Like,
1: holy say- shit. When we <laughs> say she,
0: it was Xenon who said that.
3: Yes. Yeah, we're going to talk about how um, bratty Xenon is as we go. Oh, God.
0: No, she's very, very insensitive to the people and the time that she is in. Including her friends.
1: Yeah, well, I, I think that at this point, teenagers are kind of like... It, bratty can pass off as she's going to be sassy. That's her whole deal.
3: All right, so one of the things that we learn about is... uh in the conversation between how awesome Raven Simone is yeah. and Raven Simone and all of the other girl and boys uh, who are teenagers on this uh, this spaceship station, is that Earth is really, really scary. There's earthquakes and muggers and rain and, and tornadoes. tornadoes.
4: And, and time matter tornadoes. No, can no, we talk about
0: that? Nope, no, we no, sure can't. No, here's, <laughs> here's the one thing we should talk about is the fact that on Earth you sneeze and at the space station you don't. Because that is actually something that, that comes in. She's never
2: sneezed in their yeah. life. Yes. Soon, I mean, as because soon there as, are no germs on the space
0: station. As soon as Xenon walks off of the plank off of the spacecraft, she sneezes and falls on her head <laughs> off of the off of the craft. And everyone's just like, Oh no, is she alright? And she's just like, Yeah, I'm fine, I just sneezed.
4: Wait, 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 wait. To go back to the point, wasn't she like, I am okay, I just sneezed. This is the first sneeze in her entire life. It is like an involuntary She was not born on the space station.
1: No, she wasn't born on the space station. It is not the first sneeze she's ever had. She's 13 years
3: old, she's lived there for eight years.
4: Yeah, Yeah. she mentioned that during the rain scene.
3: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. well, so what we learned, though, is that it's way scarier actually in space. Like, Like, Xenon, like, she might be afraid of these tornadoes and all this stuff, but she immediately, like, has no problem putting on a spacesuit and doing a spacewalk that teenagers put her spacesuit on for her. Yeah. In fairness, the tornadoes are made of antimatter.
4: (laughs) Oh, my God. We are not getting moving on.
2: on. (laughs) So they're using it as an adjective. It's just slang.
3: It's like a a scary tornado. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like Stellar or any of the... Like ah. <laughs> That's guy. how I'll take control back. I've found my lever. <laughs> oh, exterior of the space station. All right. So teenagers put her in the space suit. It's fine. She believes in them. She trusts them. <laughs> she flies in space to see this stellar solar uh, flare, which yes, is funny because stellar. it goes with the word sun. Uh, and no one else wanted to go because nobody is as brave as Xenon. Uh, or it is stupid, one of the two, and so they do get caught by her dad, uh, and we <laughs> we get this really great exchange with the parents, where the parents are like, blah blah blah, and they're like yelling at her, but she's like, "You must be proud knowing you are raising a leader," and she's like being really like flippant, even when her parents are like yelling at her about. Going into space by herself. She's and putting on their stress helmets. They put on their fancy stress helmets, which are really <laughs> great and very fashionable. Uh, yeah. Super fashionable. fashionable. They're opium, right? I mean, essentially, yes. <laughs> uh, or, or alcohol or what have you. Yeah. 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 Which, like, again, we can talk about how bratty she is. She's just being, like, really, like, <laughs> awful uh, to her parents and to everybody, all her friends. Yeah. She doesn't get a little bit of a come up on Slater. and Mm-hmm. sure yeah so they
1: go uh to see mr Wyndham for the tour and they're the parents are like leading her along and she comes up she's supposed to be acting really really friendly at this point so she walks up and is like mr windham
3: how wonderful to meet you you look wonderful today she's like definitely just like Took a pamphlet for the oh, space God. station and just like <laughs> yes. read it out loud to Mr. Window. It's the best being a teenager on this vessel. <laughs> Thank <you>. I learned <laughs> Thank you. so
1: much firsthand. Thank, Thank you for sponsoring the
3: science <laughs> on the space
2: station. You are great. It's great because she does a great. She does a little rundown of all the different privileges that she has. Yeah, all of which that she takes for granted, of course.
1: And then the whole like the whole reason. For her being suspicious, or the, from my understanding, I'm so confused by her interaction with Wyndham. It, the
0: she, very first thing that she gets suspicious of is whenever he specifically says, Oh, hey, isn't there that rock band, Microscope?
3: Microscope.
1: When the band is called Microbe. Which is not
3: to, suspicious, because old people don't know. They
1: don't know shit. That's not suspicious. That's just like he doesn't know like anything. Music. Yeah, He's old.
0: And so she gets very suspicious. Like, you can see it all in her face. Like, she she's becomes, like, What do you what the- mean? What are you talking about? I you don't must trust be you evil.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm guessing you have some nefarious plan because you don't know the name of this band.
2: But then she comes really suspicious of Lutz.
1: Yeah, it, I, he's not even there. No.
2: Uh, well, well, he was there. No, Lutz, there. Lutz, Lutz was came there. after he, he After uh, he
4: tried to break into the main computer. We'll get to that, yeah. Yeah. All right, so... It was just Wyndham at first.
3: So we get this, like, awesome, like, interaction where she's being super fake. Uh, Maybe her best acting of the movie. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And we get this, like... We get to our next scene where, again, Xenon is being a super ass, uh, and he's, like... She's, like, calling Planet Leo, and she's just, like, super suspicious because Leo's, like, oh, he seems kind of nice, and she's, like, calling Planet Leo. Well, that's
2: great because... Leo and um, nebula. nebula are just having a, a conversation. <laughs> and then she waltzes she walks- into the room hell. She says, calling planet
3: Leo. Fuck you. You're not even in this conversation. Right. <laughs> Shut up, Xenon. And she's like, <laughs> later on we're supposed to be sad for her because like another girl is bullying her. She's like, she's right there. She's no. in that group. Yeah. <laughs> she is that girl. No, she okay. is a bully. I don't care what anybody says. Anyway, she gets super suspicious and I hope we have the clip, but if not... You're just going to have to hear us rendition it. There's like this weird, like, she looks over at at Wyndham, and there's like a sallow Halloween-like sound clip. I'm going to try and find it. It'll be good. She jumps in the trash to follow Lux. Right. Like, I don't know why Lux is not even around. She just jumps in the trash. She's going through trash. It is the next logical step in her plan. Why
0: did you not pick up on this, party? To go from figurative trash to literal trash.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess it, it's pretty awful that she goes into the trash. She's like, "Ooh, this is cool." While she's in there, I'm gonna take this thing that I find in the trash. <laughs> I think she like was sneaking out of her house or something uh, yeah, like that. I don't Maybe know. she went she through, the
3: through the, the, the trash. trash. Uh, Although, not, I believe that. that not only sense. that,
2: but she picks
0: up something from the trash bin. Whatever it is you want to call it, but
3: yet, yet you. Everybody, Marie Pascal, come on down!
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, well she's not coming, but she says that she's trying to find something for her protozoa statue. Yeah, for for reference, but she needs yours... to send in for the contest. Yeah, yes. I guess she's getting trash from the trash heap for her Which, to me, statue.
0: Like, whenever I'm just watching it, does not really make, like... She grabs some stuff from the trash, but then it doesn't seem like she ever uses it. But if she uses it for the protozoa, it's never made obvious that she's using stuff that she picked up from the trash.
4: Well, I think. there's only so much nuance in a, in a
1: movie of this
3: caliber.
1: <laughs> I don't know if there's any nuance to be honest with you.
3: <laughs> so! <laughs> Lux is doing something inky. Uh, and okay. <laughs> yeah, she's doing. He's doing it at the main memory bank. So uh, we get this like cool exchange. She falls out of the trash and goes over to Lux and convinces him to take her back after like a really like both of them know what's going on here. Like we both know yeah. <laughs> that and you're evil. Like <laughs>
2: oh, sexual tension in that scene too.
1: Though. Yeah, it's it's awkward. Well, he More says so, some weird
2: things. He's like. Oh, you're out late at night. Can I help you get back? You oh, shouldn't be alone. In
1: the street. <laughs> no, no, no. I, no, Wyndham. In the next scene. Well, it's Uh, mostly on
3: Wyndham's side. It's like Wyndham's like doing this weird, creepy creepy old man wink. wink, And then, like, for whatever reason, the cameraman decides to like slow mo walking away. No, 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 no. Let's not blame the cameraman on this. He is the messenger.
4: The producer or
1: director
4: decided that it would be a good idea to have Wyndham left. Walk left, uh, stage left to stage right
0: while the camera just centers on him for a good, awkward five seconds. Okay, let's back up a second, though, to go back to the Lutz and Xenon scene. Lutz. There is no sexual tension there. It is more the fact that she is trying to get him to go to bed. Not that she's trying to get him in bed with her, but just the fact that she's yeah, trying she's to yeah, she's just get sending him him her to bed.
3: bed. I agree with that. Like she just wants her away. That's how I read that as well. And like, like when we get to the creepy old man wink, that was like I found weird. That was weird to me. <laughs> that <laughs> oh, seemed like a scene out of
2: Twilight. Like couldn't you see like yes, she's <laughs>
3: yes, and Edward is walking,
2: staring. Twilight, zone. Twilight,
0: Twilight vampires. I think is what camera. Twilight, is. I uh, yeah. I was uh, the I,
3: well. Can- Yes. Xenon yeah. won the contest. Her trash <laughs> statue was the best. Yay! Yay. It looks so much like Perdido. It sure, <laughs> it really did. Actually, it
2: actually it looks like Lance Bass. So. Yeah. Is he in the Tudors as well? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So
1: he's done well for himself. Yeah, if he, he is the guy we're thinking of. He's in an but, episode of Black Mirror. I know he definitely is in an episode of Black Mirror.
4: Philip, if you're listening to this, thank you for rising above.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Philip. We're probably <laughs> listening to this. We're that well off. <laughs> yeah. Scratch our back. We'll
2: scratch
1: our back. <laughs> okay. Man,
0: that's the guy who's not allowed on the front porch by himself.
3: Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bye. Buh, buh, buh. <laughs> Yeah, I was a stay. I have a question for you. I can't leave him. Strap's in. Okay. (laughs) So, Xenon won the contest, and then immediately steals the main computer uh, room code. She, like, immediately goes off to again follow Lutz in the same place. It almost feels like you probably could have just put those all together in one, but whatever. Whatever. Lutz steals stuff with a a USB is how I originally read that. We later find he's actually putting a virus into the computer. With, uh, with a quarter coin. Yes, yeah, so with like a little, little coin. Little coin looking thing. It's like a disc. It's like a tiny CD because that's what Nailed they imagine. polish on it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, Z's the one who gets caught, not anybody else. Um, so she gets grounded. It's this like interesting scene where Wyndham is like, not Wyndham, the captain guy. What's his name? Pete. Fuck if I know. Okay. It
0: is. Uh,
4: oh. Commander Ed something.
3: Already. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Blank. Blank.
1: My mom gave us that one.
3: Yep, plank blank the blank. Plank the blank, <laughs> uh, which she... was used. To... She is suspicious. Plank <laughs> the blank is
1: staring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Stop everything. Let's hold on a second, Jack. You finish this thought. <laughs>
4: Uh, thank you, Josh, because that was, <laughs> half <of them. laughs> that was only half a sense I put out. Yeah. like yeah. the blank is, in fact, an insult that is used when um, Raven Simone and whatever that other kid's name is. Use when they uh, get into the main frame, lean into the camp to the
1: microphone. Yeah, please. I'm glad we went in this. Yeah. yeah. This is a good tangent to go on.
4: Yeah, it's a great tangent because I erased all my notes because
3: oh. I'm a strong. I better quit. <laughs> <laughs> has a has a running tally of Tony loses control. We're up to seven, so. <laughs> 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 okay. So, yeah. uh, Zink, Z gets grounded, and grounded literally means put down to earth.
0: <laughs> because her parents didn't want her because they felt like she was too much to handle. Yeah. Well, they although they said off. they are forced to put her off the space station, yeah. well, let's be real. <laughs> they, they were not cool. forced to do anything.
3: Yeah. So they're grounded. So <laughs> Raven, luckily, Lutz is a klutz and drops the coin, uh, and Raven found, finds it like five seconds later. Uh, so, like the the virus coin, which I I thought he was taking information off of, and just like dropped the information, he didn't need it anymore, and that's why he was uh, a little bit more. Uh, he lost it, but anyway. As the deer, Lutz the klutz? Lutz, yeah, the, klutz. Lutz the klutz? That makes Lutz sense. Lutz the klutz? Drops it. Raven finds it. Gives it to. Xenon, and uh, we get some like interesting. We, we go to Wyndham getting giving like money to the station. I guess it's like a like we. It looks like we're going to be an uh, increase in a budget. Good budget guy. Yeah, yeah it's a budget. It's, guy.
0: A, it's an increase to the. So, just a quick tangent. The commander commander Flake said that the station is 27 years old, and that all the systems are 27 years old. And so at that point in time, Wyndham is saying that he's giving $500 million to help upgrade the 27-year-old station to newer technology.
4: And let it be known that it is the year of our Lord, 2017, Saturday, December 30th, 11.10 p.m. <laughs> we, we do not accept things that are five years old in our technological Cosmodome, let alone 27, (laughs) for a space station that is those space people's... What are you trying to get at, Jack?
1: Jack, I'm lost.
4: I'm (laughs) saying that the updates for their operating system are like 26 years, 11 months, and 15 days too late. Wyndham Corp does not care about the space station in any way, shape, or form.
3: (laughs) Okay, so so uh, she's grounded. She yes. has to go to Earth. There's another one of those wink scenes, and she <laughs> winks wait. back. She winks back, and <laughs> she's like Ugh. a big old fuck you wink. <laughs> he is he's doing the awkward wink thing. It's it is does make me know that he's a bad guy, uh, whatever kind of bad guy. And she lands. She falls down the stairs as we talked about before, uh, and we have this like stomping temper tantrum on Earth where she's like. It's too heavy. Uh, and she does this like stomping, like, uh. Let's seize the coin. And then we finally get to meet my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> the ant. The aunt aunt. aunt um, Judy. And Judy is the best. We start we start meeting Aunt Judy oh, with yeah. this uh this like, weird joke where she's like, you know, terra firma, the firma the better. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I love her. She keeps making, like, sort of self-deprecating jokes, and that's why I like her. Honestly, everything she says made me happy
1: in yeah, this movie. She's really great. Every single thing she says in, in this movie made me happy.
4: Shout out to actress Holly Fulger, who played Aunt Judy Klein.
3: Way to go. Alluriously yeah. oh, like the best. My Thank my you. favorite by far the best by character by in this movie. Great, Great job nailing the upward fresh air. Yeah. So fashion is normal on Earth, and so when everybody when they go to out to eat and everybody like sees Xenon walking around in her like weird space fashion, they're like staring at her. But this one boy keeps staring. Really long, creepy. Long yeah. Time. Like is just that, stares for like that left three right minutes right? Yeah. Total. She looks very
2: different from Earth. Uh, you know,
1: I will say the one thing I appreciate about this <laughs> the, the one thing I really, really appreciate this is that we see a difference in culture of youth between what's on the station and what's on Earth, and that's like a, a city to rural, I guess yeah,
2: that's is what they're, they're going, going for. for.
1: Is, like, on the space station, we see a lot of technology, a lot of, like, really futuristic technology, a lot of these silver kind of clothes, fashion-wise,
3: culture-wise, versus on
1: Earth, that things are kind, kind of the normal. And says
3: it. The says, like, uh, basically, like, she says, like, we just, like... We let technology advance its own pace. We let society advance its own pace. It's very, like, kind of, like, laxadaisical. Well, not only that, too, but the the fact that they use different
1: terminology, they use different slang. Like and, alpha. Yeah, alpha versus, like, major. The, the, these are, like, things that are actual cultural differences, and I appreciate
3: that. They do micro and macro as yeah, well. Exactly exactly yeah, exactly. Yep.
0: And I think the other really good thing is the fact that you see all these other sci-fi futuristic things... Take Star Trek for example, where in the year nineteen ninety to nine to two thousand, there's supposed to be these eugenic wars, and it seems like very a a very far distant thing where it's not actually going to happen, and especially after the fact that we hit nineteen ninety to two thousand and it never really did happen. Right. Whereas with Xenon, whenever she gets to Earth. We see the regular uh, Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. We see all of these, what we would call in 2017 normal fashion styles or even older fashion styles. Yeah. And I feel like in that case, that is the most realistic future for Earth that any quote unquote sci fi film, or TV show has ever depicted
3: for us. Absolutely. I agree. Definitely. Well, I didn't understand, but I'm going to move on anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we get this. This is what I was interested in. Catty thirteen year old girl fight, yeah. uh, where the girl says Maggie, Mar- Ma- Maggie or Margie. Margie, Margie. Margie, 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 Margie yeah. is upset because Greg, which whose name I don't think we know yet. It is it yeah, is Greg. Yeah, but but we, but we didn't, don't so know him in, at this point Greg. in the movie. We all know Margie. So uh, yeah. Well, so the boy is staring real hard, and uh, Margie comes up and is like. Is it Halloween? And <laughs> Xenon is like, let me borrow yeah. that bitch mask. <laughs> we were having a debate. Oh my gosh! It's, do you look that way because it's Halloween? So good, so good. Um, and I love Aunt Judy. Aunt Judy like walks off. Like, where are we going? <laughs> like totally like oblivious, and is like, I have social anxiety and. Uh, she's like, I don't know how to talk to people. I'm not brave like you. I really look up to you, Xenon. And that's kind of nice.
2: It's so sad that the aunt looks up to the niece somewhere, so she's just met.
3: Yeah,
1: never met
2: before. Because the niece is such a put-together person. Huh? And
1: she's brave for, if nothing else, having lived on this space station. The aunt could never do that. or And, and even then... She has gotten more men action in an hour <laughs> than
2: they apparently than they, yeah. ever
1: have. But,
0: but even still, like the the whole idea that the that Xenon is she knew exactly what Xenon had gotten into that forced her to be grounded on Earth. Yeah. And the fact that she was able to put herself out there to declare that this billionaire who is helping fund the station that her parents and herself live on and work on, uh, that he is somewhat corrupt, that he is essentially trying to ruin the station and her parents' work.
3: Also kill everyone.
0: Exactly. And she knows that from the conversation that she had with Xenon's parents, because if she didn't have that conversation, she wouldn't understand why Xenon had to come live with them. Yeah, and so she sees what it is that Xeon is right, has done, and is saying that you know I really respect the fact that you didn't have the social anxiety that I had. Yeah, and was able to put yourself out there to be able to stand up for something you believe
1: in.
3: Yeah, Aunt and Judy me. is very socially weird. I think. I like Aunt Judy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Aunt Judy. So anybody. Everybody, they go to high, high school for the very first time. Everybody makes fun and is mean and, uh, is super mean to Xenon. Margie tries to drown her, but to be fair, Xenon does say, I know how to swim. Duh.
2: <laughs> and doesn't end. Sw- like water versus space. I've swim in space before. <laughs> <laughs> what do I look like? What does
3: that mean? <laughs>
2: Does no. she actually mean when she's going on spacewalks? Is that no, what she's I think what she's... When she's swimming pools in space?
3: I don't yeah. know. It's un, it's unclear, but what I would guess is that she's just trying to be cool.
2: <laughs> she She's never touched yeah, water yeah. She before. doesn't know what,
3: yeah. She burns up the uh, science experiment, because down here we're still using Fahrenheit, which I really liked.
4: Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> and,
4: Shout uh, out to all the countries who are using Celsius. Yes, making
1: you. <laughs> We're making shout outs everywhere. Twitter Twitter's gonna be all over the place.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so many hashtags. So Celsius, hey,
2: so already- you scratch our back, we'll scratch yours.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and so we get home and like it turns out all everything's like they go home and everything's upside down. The tables, the chairs, the paintings are upside down, and the earring is obviously what Lutz was trying to steal, is still safe on her ears. <laughs> He saw it. Who'd have he
1: saw it on her ear. Okay, yep. to be fair, Lutz seems like the
0: kind of man who has never had a teenage daughter or a teenage niece of any kind, and so therefore wouldn't really understand the fact that they may wear
1: earrings multiple days in a row. <laughs> You're right. I'm going to hide it in the fireplace.
3: For the sake of hiding it in the fireplace and the paintings in Xenon's
1: uh, room,
4: because so those were also turned. My theory. A
3: my theory is that he wanted to make a big mess to like oh, disguise what he was really going for. Because if it was like I obvious guess. that only one thing was gone, like
2: maybe it was just a scare.
3: Yeah. Or maybe it was just a, a scaring. Yeah, that's possible scare too. Tactic, yeah, I guess. So we're going to totally diverge for a minute, and we're going to talk about horses. Yay! Horses! <laughs> we Craig. like. We go into like this like weird Greg romance thing uh, that is, aside from the entire storyline... No, I, I will
1: say, I think that it's weird, this thing with Greg, because it switches from being concerned about the plot to romance, to being concerned about the plot to romance. It's really... They can't do both. They, no, and it switches back and forth so quickly. No, no, no. Uh, I think that's actually very appropriate
0: for the age... I guess so they're 13 especially so they're 13 they're in middle school I think if you look at where middle schoolers were back in 1999 that is the very appropriate response for how middle schoolers would have reacted to the situation
3: yeah yeah Yeah, same like like everything is critical right so like it doesn't matter like space station blowing up first kiss same level of (laughs) like critical (laughs) yeah that's true that's fair but Greg has some pretty smooth moves for a thirteen-year-old. He's I got like these horses. I work with horses. Want to come see him? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, and then they're on this date. They ride horses, and that's pretty okay. She's scared of the horses. They ride bikes. The <laughs> she can't she ride. Doesn't know how to do because she only knows how to ride stationary bikes, which is why I think that she's just playing cool. Like she doesn't. Oh, yeah. She doesn't know how to do things. No. Uh, she bought 10 dinners of fried food, which is really exciting. And then <laughs> they just leave the check. <laughs> she tried to buy
0: 10 dinners of
3: Yeah. And they're talking about onion rings and. Yeah, the second O The real O rings. Uh, oh my god. Really? Uh, really? Again. Holy shit. Just Isn't this guy, Ryder, man. Yeah.
2: No, these are real O
1: rings. Yeah.
3: Same, yeah. oh Same joke. Yeah, Same joke. Twice said bad wasn't joke. good. It wasn't good enough the first time. Wow. Uh, so. Uh, she bought ten dinners, and this is where, like, at some point in the movie, the rest of the people around me were getting drunk, I was sober, and I still <laughs> couldn't keep up with what was happening, because it was switching all the time. I'm so glad, because
1: I <laughs> I thought that it was because I was drunk, and I was like, I'm just not paying attention enough.
3: <laughs> what, what questions do you have? I might be able to answer Okay, them. so it's not questions, it's the way... Like, I, We watched the movie, and the transitions were, like, freaking crazy. Like... Oh my gosh, Lutz is there, and he and like we're eating ten dinners, so we run away from Lutz, and then and, she's like, "My legs are so white," and she's just sitting in the water. It's such a strange
0: transition. So time <laughs> out there. What's going on is the fact that he, Greg, is trying to figure out what is going on with the earring because he, at that point, has specifically <laughs> no, stated. I, I no, I understand. No, no, no. Tell, tell, tell. He's specifically trying to say that. There's something going on with the earring that you took from Lutz that you didn't realize was Lutz, but is his. And so he's trying to figure it out. And so during this time, she has nothing to do but just sort of sit around at the waterfront. And so naturally, her first thing is, wow, I'm looking at my reflection. I am
1: really pale. It's just like they were chasing him, it felt like. They were
3: chasing Lutz, and then it's like... Man, my legs are pale. Yeah, it's the transition. Yeah. It's not the storyline, because eventually we do understand all of that that stuff, but it's like such a weird thing, cause it's like, ah, uh, we're running away, we're like, we can't even stop to get the check, and then it's like, wow. Huh. Holy. <laughs> wow. Like it's like a weird transition. Look how wide I am. I would like to disagree.
4: Tony, Tony, <laughs> you imply that there are transitions. <laughs> I would like to say that there are not transitions, that the film is just sort of as like. And we're
0: here now, by the riverbank. The (laughs) other thing that we have to keep in mind is the fact that this is a Disney Channel movie, which means that it was built in the fact that there are going to be commercial transitions. Yeah. And the fact that there is commercial transitions doesn't mean that there are, there could have very well have been a commercial in between them running away from the the check to when she was like, oh man, I am super pale.
3: Yeah. I guess to us it was different. Yeah, watching it in real life is definitely different. So we, we do like, as as Beardy said, that Greg is going to hack into the system. He's like – he hacks in – he's not – he doesn't immediately hack into the earring system, but he hacks into, like, the corporation, Wincore's like, full corporation. He's like, yeah, no problem. Didn't even sweat. Did in five minutes. He's like, you look – like, what, what is, tell me exactly how Lutz looked at you when he looked weird, <laughs> when he was suspicious of you. And, and so she goes to the whole thing, and he's like, you moved your hair? What's that earring? Is it a disc? <laughs> so I love Greg's detective work here. He is definitely putting some uh, putting some things together in that yeah, instance.
1: He, he's putting things together pretty well. He, he understands what's really going He's really interested in what's going on. Well, he's, he's, he's invested. Yeah.
0: Even still, like the entire thing with the fact that this is supposed to be the year 2049, and kids, even in 2017 right now in real life, are so immersed in programming and computers and everything that it it wouldn't be that far of a stretch for somebody in 20 in 2049, even if it is somebody who is 13, 14, 15 years old, to be able to hack
3: isn't that far of a stretch. Yes. But yeah. you hack the whole security system of a whole, like, corporation. They are yeah, 90s computers. And you're not even <laughs> yeah, that's true. They are very terrible computers.
4: <laughs> and you're not even the best hacker of the friend group because Andrew comes in yeah. and re...
2: What does he do,
3: do even? No. Re-
2: sequence the I don't he know. He programs well,
3: an undo button. Yeah, yeah, so that's where we're at next. We, like, wake up the next... Well, we have this... Very romantic rain sequence uh, where they almost <laughs> kiss, and uh, then That's and watered. then then we get my aunt, <laughs> <laughs> my the favorite aunt who comes in and is like, damn, you're getting great action. <laughs> <laughs> it's Like she's thirteen, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> <seven."> <laughs> all right. So we go to the we go to Andrew's house, and there's this like virus thing that that hatches. It's like it breaks open it's like really weird it's like watching a it's an animation that'll break your computer yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it exactly. like hatches. the worm winks at you and then Just he like random. and random. then he like yeah. comes in and breaks your computer yeah <laughs> <laughs> the the teen this this super smart teen un- makes an undo button for it so it like now the little the earring disc instead of breaking your computer fixes your computer which is very convenient Yep. Yeah, and also really great technology. Way to go. <laughs> Again,
2: I, a 13-year-old designed this.
0: I don't know. I feel like a lot of this has to do with the fact that in biology, you take the virus that you currently have and try and make an, a, an antivirus based off of it.
2: Real talk. And so, yeah.
0: And so he is essentially doing that in computer terms, even though that's not really how it works. Is. Not
3: at all how it works. Also real talk. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And we learned that the virus is in the space shuttle. Yeah. So the worm thing is in the space shuttle. Something we missed this whole time, apparently. (laughs) Because then we cut to Xenon's mom and
4: dad going like, oh my god, all these glitches.
3: Yep. And what we learned is that we can't email the undo button to the space station. The only way to do it is to bring the earring to the space station, put it in the machine, and it'll be fixed. So there's like, you know what, I'm... I've got to bring up this scene because it's, like, super strange and, like, super misplaced. It's like, did we just need to fill five minutes? There's this weird scene where they, like, trade the earring with Lutz and, like, it has no bearing on the rest of the film. He, like, trades the earring for, like, a ride to space. It doesn't work. Lutz doesn't, like, really figure it out. And she's, like... Not really. They don't like, get
2: a ride to space. They he don't get a ride to space.
3: Get a, get a the only thing that really happens from it is that like like Lutz is eventually going to be like, well, Demanded. I lost the the earring.
0: So I think that's actually very purposeful of the film. Like, one, it shows that Xenon actually has some sort of smarts to her as a, not necessarily book smarts, but I guess in this term street smarts. Uh, but the entire idea is that. She gets Lutz off of her back long enough to be able to plan her next steps. And to do that, she gives him a fake disc that he can use, thinking that he has outsmarted her. Gone back to the corporation, tried to look and make sure that it is the correct disc. And at that point, he he realizes that's not the disc I needed. During all of that time, Xenon's been planning her next step to get back into
3: space. Well, not just planning. She also does this great scene where she says, Cetus Lapias, Greg, if you want to kiss me, just do it. <laughs> but, yes, they plan to. I learned that Andrew's dad has an autopilot car. So they're going to... Basically, they're going to take a shuttle to space to send Xenon back. Which is, which is where we were before the, let's see, which is more or less why I was like, it's sort of a weird scene. They get in an auto, autopilot pilot car, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And, um... Margie is, like, getting a hardcore drop from Greg's. He's like, watch my flapping lips.
4: Oh, God. I don't care if
3: Xenon
2: exists or not. You're not my girlfriend. The room exploded when, that, when he said yeah. We were like, oh! Because we knew exactly what that's he the really meant. We're going
3: to
1: get to fucking in this yeah. movie. Yeah. The she, word.
3: He he means the word. Fucking yeah. Watch my fucking lips is what yeah. Josh meant. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> anyway, Mar- <laughs> Margie goes in the
4: trunk <laughs> for some unknown reason because there's only one person in the backseat that, does that we know of, and well, the, the she
1: other does. guy has super big eyebrows.
3: We we had to make a note of it. The guy. Yeah. We,
1: do we even know who that guy is? No. Nope. It's not important.
3: Nope, He's the guy in the car. <laughs> Uh, but they missed the shuttle, and so they're going to ride with Microbe, which is an idea that Margie gave us, which is great. Then we go to bad security guards. So it's the next day. I guess they've just had the autopilot car all night. They stole it, and they were driving it around all night. There, there's no parent supervision on Earth. No. There's, no. like, tight security on the—well, tighter security on the space station, but there's no parent security on no, Earth. No, not at no. all. He's so um, like, hey,
4: you can't do that, man. Stop Xenon it.
3: pulls up and is like, hey, uh, we have to go see Protozoa because I'm Xenon and I'm going to dance with him. And he's like, I have to arrest you. And she's like, watch <laughs> me. And they drive through the gate. It's <laughs> made of glass. And he's like... Hey! hey. And then yeah. he stands there. He doesn't go anywhere cuz he's still there when the ant comes back. That's yeah. my favorite gate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> why is the gate there if he can't stop it?
3: <laughs>
1: and
0: also why would you make it out of glass? Because apparently he didn't think that anybody would
3: actually <laughs> drive through it. Yeah. So, we're at <laughs> we get to protozoa and like protozoa's like like, yeah, you absolutely can come on our uh on our our thing, we can, you can for sure come into our, our space station. We've got, like, plenty of room. No big deal. In fairness
4: to Protozoa, her face was on the statue face of Protozoa. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, that's how she can...
0: Choose me. Yeah, yeah. choose, choose
1: me. Choose me. Yeah, that's choose me. Yeah. And,
0: and so it's essentially like, you know, you right. You are the person we chose to win. We'll do whatever you say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, security guard... Yeah, yeah, no. You work for us now because you want to be in the life of rock and Do roll. Do you want to rock <laughs> and
3: roll? Here, have a drink. <laughs> of-
0: Stop being a security
3: a guard and start being a rock and roller. He <laughs> hands him a drink. He loosens his tie. <coughs> security
1: guard's getting drunk now. And now and he
2: shows up in in the band later in the yeah movie, yeah. Watch it again. You'll see.
3: Yeah, yeah. Who's there? Yeah. Um... He's that drummer in the back of the space station who's, like, really rocking. He's rocking out. We have to go back to my favorite aunt because she is finally branching out and also running down glass (laughs) things that she should not be allowed to go through. So she runs past the security guard who's like, no, stop. (laughs) Uh, And she, like, I guess, like, follows the, like, uh, what's his name, Wyndham up into the craft, and they are going to speed off into space, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> and so then we get to space. Plank is mad at Xenon, but then he falls in love with Aunt Judy, and I like it. That's a good relationship. I love it. That's so. a positive relationship. Yeah.
2: Two,
4: two awkward people just finding a connection. In I don't office.
0: necessarily know if Commander Plank is awkward, I definitely think that they're trying to reference Star Trek in the fact that Picard doesn't necessarily like children, and so Plank didn't really like children specifically Xenon.
4: To be fair to Plank in that sense, though, Xenon, Xenon wasn't Plank a great, or, it wasn't no, a great
3: kid. No, <laughs> no,
4: she was kind of a jerk the whole time, and it's hard to say if she learned anything by the end of the movie. Yeah, wow.
3: Oh. I wrote down here, insurance money, period. Save the station, period. So, did we ever hear... like At some point, Xenon says, oh, he did it to get insurance money, so he's going to kill all these people for the insurance money. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the first
2: time it's ever mentioned. That's
3: definitely the first time I noticed it. It was. It flat out was.
1: This was the first time we found out why Wyndham was doing anything. We had no idea the purpose of the plot of this movie until now. Although,
4: I will say, I don't think Xenon said it. I am drunk, but I'm pretty sure Xenon did
1: not say no, she it. No, she did. She did. No, she While did. she was typing things. The girl she who couldn't remember a four-digit code before is Which the is one 1359. saving... 1359. 1359. She couldn't remember those four numbers, and now she's the one typing the thing to save the space station. Which are,
3: like, weird alien characters. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. a lot. Yeah. They have those. So we go to the rock concert. We finish. We save the day. Immediately. So all of the, like the whole like space stations falling down around them. She types in the the thing, the lights go off, and then the lights come back on, and everyone's safe. Rehabilitated over commercial breaks
0: just to uh, conserve tension. Yep. But at the same time, you have to remember the fact that even though she had a hard time remembering the four-digit number, she also had a hard time remembering the code she was supposed to put in because she tried it multiple times while the station is falling apart around her to be able to input it in
3: correctly.
2: You're right. How yeah. secure is this uh, security system for this not space station? Not very. Uh, it put in multiple <laughs> password attempts. That's
3: true. That's
2: true. Awful space
3: station. Or sorry, space station.
0: <laughs> space
3: space station. Zetus Lapidus. Yeah, I'll read that. Alright, so ProtoZoA, we go to the ProtoZoA concert, which is awesome, because um, they sing, and ProtoZoA's like, I have some changes to make. Uh, we are not going to bring xenon onto the stage instead we're going to dedicate this song to greg and bring uh uh, well andrew's on earth
2: i know but greg's on earth too andrew's the guy who saves the day he fixes the virus he doesn't get he doesn't even get mentioned in the end it's because she doesn't love andrew i know
3: she's the worst yeah she's the worst (laughs) <laughs> and then Protozoa does this fun fun line where he's like, somebody better get up here before I develop a complex. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, anyway, Nebula goes up, they dance, they go, Zoom, 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 make my heart go boom, boom, my supernova girl. Zoom, zoom, zoom make my heart go boom, boom, boom my supernova girl. Glad That's all did we did that. Know. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, you know, that's all I've got. Is yeah. there a moral to this story?
0: Maybe. Not shit. <laughs> if, if there is a moral to this story, Xenon did not learn it. That is, that is why we have to have Xenon 2 and
1: 3. <laughs> What's the sequel? Xenon the sequel. The sequel. Oh, I don't yeah, know we'll what we'll the we'll third, third one, one is. Apparently. Xenon the third one. so that was our episode for xenon i hope you guys enjoyed it i would like to real quick ask jack to eat that last disgusting blueberry cordial eat it real fast please (laughs) it's pretty gross right it's pretty gross it's not bad. I would say it's
0: good, but it's not bad. Which
1: means it's really bad for the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> I, to clarify, I asked Jack at the beginning of this movie. I was I said to myself I was going to make Jack eat all of them.
4: I suddenly can't do it
1: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty gross. So, thank you guys so much for staying with us through this. It was a pretty fun experience for us and I think it turned out pretty funny. I would like to send a special thanks to Jack, Cameron, and Beardy and also to Sam Tyler for the last episode. We very much appreciate you guys and we probably will have you all on again with the exclusion of Jack.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody!
1: (laughs) The last we heard from Jack. (laughs) And we never heard from him again.
4: His, his
1: story's passed <laughs> on to myth. <laughs> uh, so, uh, now, Tony, since you are not good at things, apparently, it, as Snow White can tell, <laughs> I will take care of this last little bit. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Front Porch Disney. You can find me, at Front Porch Josh. You can find Tony, at Front Porch Tony. Tony! And you can find Beardy, at Beardy the Wise, Yauza at CT Yowza. You can find all of us at those locations. The total count after the episode is over for when Tony lo- loses control slash quick tangents are eight, and for Jack's non sequiturs was three. Conservative most of, count. Yeah, <laughs> most of those. That was a conservative count. Most of those were quick shoutouts, as it were. Yeah. and we want to thank Jack for that. Bye everybody. <laughs>
4: Just
1: okay. floor. Shut up, Jack. <laughs> uh, yowza! We want to say thank you for being here, but get the fuck out and get back out there. Uh, you really get a different view out there. Go back. Know? Go back to your log.
2: Sorry, guys. <laughs> Bye whole life.
1: Uh, Yowza has officially walked off the porch back to his log where he is crying Jack's Um, been pushed off the porch Jack has been pushed underneath the porch (laughs) to his hollow hole, Beardy will be sitting up here with us
4: Because he's a decent person
1: Yeah, you can also find us on iTunes, please 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 rate, review and subscribe, we don't do any advertising, so uh, anything that we get is through word of mouth. So tell a friend, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, Use the hashtag Front Porch Talks on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for anything that you guys want to continue the conversation with, any interesting points that we didn't talk about. We are happy to continue the conversation through you guys. So actually the first one, the one I got just now a little while ago on Facebook, was from Heidi Tyler, Sam Tyler's wife. Our, uh, the one I did Sword in the Stone with was a really cool picture of me and Sam recording together and me holding their baby, oh. and it was nice. It was very very cool. So by all means, use that hashtag. We're really happy to use it. And Tony, why don't you sing us out? Actually, I think all of us are probably going to end up singing yes. us out.
3: <laughs> We're gonna try. It. <laughs> Ready three. Yeah, do it. Two. One. Zoom, 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 make my heart go boom, boom, my supernova girl. Zoom, 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 make my heart go boom, boom, my supernova girl. See you guys. Make a boy band.
1: <laughs> I love to linger
0: here like this. Hold your hand and steal a kiss or two on the front porch
4: with you